0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the World Inside My Head podcast. This is episode number two of this new show that I am doing. It's actually just a kind of a combination of all the shows I have been doing in the past rolled into one. It is the weekly show of what is bouncing around inside my head, what has been written down in my journal throughout the week, and just some of the musings and findings that I found interesting through the week that i wanted to share with you i hope you come along for the ride on this journey that we're going to be on and today i got a couple topics we're going to be talking about but first i want to start with a bible verse that i hit on this week and doing part of my daily reading. I think a lot of us have started those yearly reading plans, so we're all probably right around the same part in the Bible. You're either going to be in Genesis by now, you might be in Job if you're doing it chronologically. I have been blessed with a John MacArthur year bible one of those ones i was able to pick up when they sent the mass mailers out and it's interesting and i hit on psalm number three is where we're looking at today and it just one verse i want to look at because it really struck me when i read this verse of how true it can be for a lot of us going into 2022 that we may have this feeling and it says many are saying of my soul There is no deliverance for him in God. Many are saying of my soul, there is no deliverance uh, for him in God. Now David is writing this psalm as he's on the run from his son Absalom. And I think we all can really relate to this sometimes, right? Because if you are a Christian, of which I am, and I made that be known on episode number one, if you are a Christian, you can feel isolated and alone in the world sometimes. There are times where people will say, how can you believe in a God you can't see? There's no redemption there. How can you actually say you're going to be redeemed when all the things that you've done in your life... And I think we all can be in that spot sometimes. And if you are in that spot, and if you find yourself in that spot in 2022, just remember that our God, our Lord and Savior in Jesus Christ, is a redeeming Lord for anybody. He came down to earth for each and every one of us in the form of Christ. God in the flesh. And he did it for you, he did it for me, and he did it for your worst enemy, which I hope you don't have an enemy, but that's the point. He did it for all of us. So when you're looking at that psalm that will says, many will say that there's no redemption, that, that God, there is no God for him, that the God is, not go, is going to ignore him, is going to overlook him. Don't ever ever believe that. God is there for you and God wants you to come to him when you're in your deepest, darkest hour of need for him. So there's the Bible portion for today. I always want to do a section of the Bible as we on our show because it is so important to continue to be fed. And if you've never, ever read the Bible, I highly suggest you do so. And if this is the only experience you have with the bible then i am glad that you have chosen my show to get fed from because i do it for you not for my own glory but for god's glory and the whole show really is that but now we're going to have some fun because i stumbled across something on espn's website later earlier this week that i thought was kind of interesting because I am from the D.C. area. That is where I live. I live about an hour outside of Washington, D.C. And so this story kind of, sort of pertains to me, but not really because I am not a Redskins fan. And yes, I'm going to continue to use the word. I'm not politically correct, as many of you will find out here. And um, I'm, not a, I'm not a Redskins fan, but this did, this, this story did kind of have interest to me. Because it was announced this week that the Washington football team is going to announce their new nickname for the team on February 2nd. Now, this is a week before the Super Bowl. They're going to do it, so they're going to to kind of take that week and and, um, we're going to have some football news at least a little bit in that week. And it's interesting because the article states that, you know, they did put out this um, Final Eight Candidates for the public and his final eight candidates were the armada the presidents the brigade the red hogs the commanders the red wolves the defenders and football team and it said that the Red Wolves would not be the choice because it would cause some illegal trademark issues with some other things out there. My guess is probably minor league baseball teams. Um, there's probably some minor league, it doesn't say in the article, but my guess is that's probably what it would be. would be minor league baseball teams that would have an issue with that. And I'm fine with that because as someone who is a soccer fan, and, and I am a massive, massive soccer fan, I'm going to be honest with you. I absolutely love the idea of keeping the name Washington football team. I love that idea. I I love that idea of just leaving it what they've been called for the past two years. Because I think it's great. And, and And it harkens back to those times when you don't necessarily need a nickname. I love the concept of Washington football team. And I hope that is what they stick with. Now apparently it is going to be one of these seven That is in the running. They said the Red Wolves wouldn't be it. The ones I really hope it is not, which I don't think it will be, would be the Red Hogs. I think that is ridiculous. And the Defenders, remember the US, well, USL or UFL or whatever it was, that league, that spring league that they tried, uh, or it may have been um, the Vince McMahon one. Now, the XFL, wasn't the Washington team in that called the Defenders? Could be wrong about that, but I think they were called the Defenders, so I wouldn't go down that road. Um, I don't mind the presidents. I think that's pretty cool. Um, Armada, I, I don't get because, I mean, Washington isn't really a known port, honestly, so I don't understand what that would be. Brigade, commanders, I could get behind those too. So, But I think Washington football team will be my vote. What about you? What, what do you think the new um, team name should be and will be? Um, because it's obviously going to be one of those seven, according to the officials from the Washington football team. I'm just going to keep on calling them Washington football team, um, because I think um, I, I like that, and, and I like the idea of it staying as that, and I think a lot of actually a lot of other people do, too. My dad um, is one of them. I, I talked to my dad about this, and he is one of them that likes the idea of it staying Washington football team. What about you? Where do you think it should stay? Now, let's get to the topic of the day. It's the topic I was putting out on Facebook all week. And if you don't um, haven't liked the Facebook page yet, it's probably because you can't find it because I don't have enough likes to be able to get the custom URL. So just search the guy inside, I the world inside my head podcast on Facebook and you will see it there. But what you can do is join the group because we do have a Facebook group for the show as well. The link to that group is on the website, The World Inside My Head Podcast, or just go to facebook.com slash groups slash The World Inside My Head Podcast, and you can find the group there, and there's some really cool discussions going on over in the group as well. But the topic for the day was picked because... You will find out I am a massive music person. It is outside of making disciples for Christ, my number one passion is music. I've said, and I answered one of these questions one time when somebody asked, would you rather lose your sight or lose your hearing? I said, without question, my sight. Um, I love to read, but I got audible, right? Right. So I'm, I'm such a music person. So I got to thinking, I'm also a big live music person. I love going to concerts. That's why COVID has been so, so difficult for me because I haven't been able to even go to the small local shows around my area. So it really stinks of not being able to go see live music. And yes, we are coming out of it. And um, you know hopefully in 2022, I'm going to be able to go to at least one show. I'm trying to plan something out there. But I thought, okay let's have some fun and let's put together the ultimate concert bill that you would want to see and i said here's the criteria for it the the people have to still be alive in other words no beatles no zeppelin no the who those kind of things all the original members have to still be alive or at least a majority of the original members have to still be alive and they have to still be actively touring because i'm a massive oasis fan and that would have been top on my list of, of wanting to be on this bill. But they had those are the two criteria. They have to be alive and they have to still be toying. And a couple of things you need to know about me in order to understand what my list is. Is first off, like I said, I have been a music person since I, I can remember. There's pictures of me, five and six years old, sitting beside these huge speakers with big earphones on. Lord only knows what I was listening to at the time. But I, but there, I have just been a music fan, and I spent a lot of my time through my twenties, thirties, and in early forties as a wedding DJ. That doesn't mean I enjoyed listening to the stuff that I was playing at weddings because I didn't. I hated it. It was just a way I made to make money for me because I am not. When I say I'm a music person, my leanings lean toward rock, not metal, not death metal, not hardcore, but actual like radio rock is where I lean towards. I grew up in the hair band age. I know a lot of you just rolled your eyes when I said that, but that's what I grew up in, was that age of rock. Like the first show I ever went to, and here I go, I'm going to really date myself now, the very first concert, major concert, not small local concert, but the very first major concert I ever went, attended, was Kix, Britney, Fox, and Rat. So That tells you the style of music I grew up listening to. And something else you need to know about me as before I reveal what my ultimate bill would be is I don't believe in mixed genre shows. I've never been a fan of mixed genre shows. I don't think they work. I don't think that that I think it just becomes too strange during a mixed genre show. And I never have liked them. And I've never I I, honestly I've only been to a couple and I was ready to leave five minutes into it because I just don't think they are that good, and I don't think they are that successful. So, all of that being said, before I reveal mine, I want to say what some of you all said, because I put this question out there, and I got some pretty decent, pretty good answers. My buddy Rob said, Guns N' Roses, Rolling Stones, and Kiss. Now, that's a bill. That's a bill, um, you know, RIP Charlie Watt, Um, You know, the Stones killed it on their tour this past year. Just the top grossing tour of 2021 was the Stones. Um, I've never been a big Stones fan. I certainly was a fan of um, Guns N' Roses. Um, I'm not going to reveal too much of that because that's going to be a show a little bit down the road where I'm going to review some of their back catalog. And I've never been a big fan of Kiss. But as far as from a pure entertainment value, I think that would be a great, great show. Rebecca said, oh, she didn't play exactly right, Rebecca. You got to pay attention to the rules, but that's okay. Rebecca said, Pink Floyd, John Fogerty, and Tom Petty. That is an interesting bill. That is a very interesting bill, actually. Um, I have seen Tom Petty live but my best friend. We won tickets to uh, see him back on the um, Room at the Top, I believe it was, tour. Um, it was uh, the the tour the album that had room at the top and all that on it i'm um, tour and he was amazing live i can tell you that right now one of the best shows i've ever been to he played about 31 songs he, he played some of the new stuff but it was almost all of his back catalog which is what you want to hear when you go see an artist like petty um i'm gonna i'm gonna assume she's gonna have fogerty open that set and do a lot of ccr stuff um, which would be cool i mean that that's that's a pretty cool um pretty cool um list there you know uh, petty fogarty and pink floyd who i am a fan of i, I do enjoy pink floyd I only select stuff i'm not one of these guys that really dives into a floyd like i know a lot of people do but they are definitely certainly listenable to me and i enjoy a lot of their music and then my buddy patton is obviously a metalhead um Because this is, once again, two of the three I think would be interesting. Um, Sabadon, who I've never heard. I've heard of them, but I've never actually heard any of their music. Iron Maiden and The Scorpions. Very cool. I think seeing The Scorpions would be extremely fun. um, Because they come from that, that era that I listened to. I was never an Iron Maiden fan. I appreciate their music. I appreciate their style but just was never a huge fan of the band itself and never really got into their music um, just a, a slightly bit on the edge of too hard for me let's put it that way but Great, great choices there. And we'll keep this discussion going over in the group as well and on the Facebook page if you can find it. Don't worry. I'm going to try to get it by the next show, have enough likes on it so we can actually get that custom URL and get it up. So pay attention to the website for the link. Now mine, okay? Because, like I said, I I believe that shows, when when I was putting my list together, I believe that shows have to flow naturally together. And by that I mean uh, like I'm going to give you an example from what we just saw. I don't see Tom Petty and Pink Floyd on the same bill because their musical styles are too different that it it's not going to naturally flow. When I go to a show, I want it to all naturally flow together. The opener into the second act into the headliner all has to make sense together. Um back in the I guess it was early 2000s, I saw Oasis with the Black Crows, two outstanding bands live. Absolutely, it was the tour of Brotherly Love. It's it's one of the most ironically named tours ever, obviously. But the, the bands are outstanding live when they're separate. On the same build, it was odd because it's two completely different musical styles that doesn't really flow well together. So when I put my list together, this is not a list of the bands I want to see most live. It's opposed to what bill do I think would be best together. How would they flow one into the other into the other? So who I have as my opener, and this is not going to surprise a lot of people because it's one of the bands I really want to see in 2022 they're going to be doing five shows in the united states in 2022 and unfortunately i'm not going to go to the one that's closest to me because the venue has a mask policy and i'm not going to struggle trying to watch this group in a mask wearing glasses because i wear glasses and it's just not going to happen but it would be that wonderful pop rock group from the ireland known as the script um, if you follow me on Facebook you know I am absolutely in love with this man and I think their upbeat songs would be so cool to get the crowd going you know they have so many sing-along songs is what how I put it these songs that, that the fans would know even if you're not familiar with the band you would probably still know a couple of the songs and be able to really get the crowd going then, after the script, and this is gonna surprise some people because not a lot of people know how big of a fan I am of this next band, I would put One Republic. So you've got the script, and then you have One Republic coming out there with with just hit, after hit, after hit, after hit, hitting you in the face for, you know, 10 to 12 songs. Because One Republic, I've watched some of their videos on YouTube. And some of their concert videos, and I've seen it, and they play the hits. And that's what you want to hear when you have a band like this. And I think they are incredibly underrated live. If you've never seen them live, go watch some of those YouTube videos that are up with them live, and you will see it's just high energy interacting with the crowd, just getting involved in that crowd. I think that would be amazing. Now, before I reveal my headliner, Stick around after I reveal the list because I'm going to do a mini set with these three groups. I'm going to play you my three favorite songs from these groups I'm talking about as we close the show out. But the headliner, who would my headliner be? Well, if you know me... You probably already figured out who it would be. It's not Sister Hazel, because I know a lot of you are saying right now that really know me, it's got to be Sister Hazel. No, it's not Sister Hazel because they would not fit and work on this bill. My headliner, without question, we'd go from the script to One Republic to The Killers. That is a bill that I would pay a lot of money to see, all of those artists on stage together. Now, because you remember... Most of the time when you see a a bill like this, at some point in time, they're all going to come out and play together, too. So imagine the script and Ryan Tedder and Brandon Flowers on stage together doing some popular 80s or 90s song. That would be so, so awesome. The Killers, if you've never seen them live, once again, watch some of those YouTube videos they have out there. The reason I love them so much is there's a couple different reasons. Number one, they don't curse which is huge, okay? The other two bands I name will curse. I would have a big problem with that. I've watched the script concerts. There's a lot of cursing that goes on in One Republic. They do curse a little bit on their shows. I've never heard the killers cuss in any of the videos that I've seen in them. So that's the one, one big reason I really would like to see them live. And I absolutely love their music. Once again, hit after hit after hit after hit is what you would hear from that. And you gotta have a special guest. Because have you ever been to a major blockbuster show somewhere without having that one, one special guest that pops up on stage for one song only, right? Well, here's my special guest. See, this is a surprise. I didn't tell you to do this in the post. Here would be my special guest for this. And I'm just picturing it right now. It would be Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20 doing either a killer song or One Republic song. Maybe something like Apologize, which actually has a second vocal in it from One Republic. Or Mr. Brightside, along with Brandon Flowers. That would be so, so cool. So that is my list. The script, opening, One Republic in the middle, and The Killers as the headliner closing act. Who do you got? Keep the discussion going over in the Facebook group, which is, once again, is facebook.com slash group slash The World Inside My Head podcast. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. And like I said, keep an eye out on the Facebook page. Keep an eye out on Instagram, which is The World Inside My Head podcast. Because next week's topic will be announced tomorrow. And I want to make sure that you guys dive in and let me know what you think of the topic for next week. Until then, go out there. Do some good in the world, people. Please, that's all I ask for 2020. If you're not a believer in Christ, you can still do good in the world. You can still make a difference in your community. If you are a believer in Christ, go out and make those disciples. Go do what Matthew 28, 19, and 20 tells us we are supposed to do, which is create disciples of all nations. Go do that right now. Do one thing this week that will create a disciple for Christ. And now here we go. It's the mini concert, like I told you about. We're going to kick it off with the script in Science and Faith, my favorite song from them, followed by One Republic and my favorite song from them, which is All the Right Moves. And we're going to close it out with one of my all-time favorite songs ever recorded by the Killers called Runaways. Until next time, everybody, it's Patrick with the world inside my head.
1: To break up to science in an act of good defiance, I broke her heart. As I pulled apart her theories, as I watched her grow and weary, I pulled her apart. Having happy conversations about the furthest constellations of our soul. i you say I know I could never face someone that could sound like you